It's week 11. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me. It is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're talking all things DFS, courtesy of the Line Star app, the greatest DFS tool site in the history of the universe. Go out and get that Line Star app, upgrade to the premium product today, not tomorrow. Can't do it yesterday, so you might as well just do it today. Today's the best day, and today is also a good day, because although our friend Tyler from Line Star was holding down the fort on Tuesday, my co-pilot is back. Scott Bogman, it is so nice to have you back, my friend. Are you ready for some football? I'm ready. I'm glad to be back. Uh, you know, I don't miss many things. I'm usually as dependable as they come. You are. So, uh, but ha- had to miss on Tuesday, but I am uh, back and ready to talk some football, my friend. Ready to lock and load. You are the Tom Brady of podcasting. That's what you are. <laughs> Nothing stops you. doesn't matter. You'll do it till you're 400. Can I get a Giselle in, please? That would be amazing. Yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. I mean, your kid's got to kiss you on the mouth, though. That's the only thing. So you got to... Uh... Uh, no kids how about oh, that? okay well there you go well, i don't know i don't know if you're married to her you're sure you're not gonna at least try I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> well i mean her genes would be great but half of mine i don't know so well maybe you'll get lucky you know we <laughs> get that coin flip where they all look like her <laughs> all right uh, we're gonna take you through week 11 and obviously this is a tricky week here we got buffalo chicago new york and san fran all on buys this week you've also got the rams tampa las vegas and kansas city off the main slate also a lot of question marks going on there with the uh, the Raiders. So it's got a good thing that that's not on this slate because that could have gotten yeah. real messy. And you're also not going to have Seattle and Arizona, two, uh, two fun teams that we like to uh, always stack. But uh, you are going to have a, a fair amount of options here. So let's just get right to it here. And let's start with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles against the Cleveland Browns. And I got to tell you, Boggs, you know, last week I kind of stuck my neck out, said that uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb could go for 100 yards each. And by golly, they did. And you know what? Hyperbole is fun. And you know what? I think they could do it back-to-back weeks. I really do. I think the Eagles are trash. They're trash. I don't care how many guys are healthy. I don't care if Ertz comes back. I don't care if Randall Cunningham comes back. I don't care. I am so sick of the Eagles. I am over the Eagles. And I'll tell you what. I'm going to start this game right here with the Cleveland Browns defense. That's 3K on DK and 4,600 on FanDuel. I'm telling you right now, I've already paid for both of them in different spots on DK and on FanDuel each. And uh, I'm going against them because they're like a sack machine, this offensive line. They just give up sacks all over the place. Um, our boy is is playing great. And on top of it, like, I'm just, I'm so over the Carson Wentz mistakes at this point. Yeah, I mean, turnover-worthy throws, right? That's a big PFF term. And uh, mm. Carson Wentz has so many of them. So I like the defense play. I didn't think about it. Uh, as hard as you did. I like that play a lot. And look, the running backs, that's not even going out on a limb, right? Because the Eagles give up 133 yards per game on the ground. That is 26 in the NFL. It's not very good. They're good against the pass. So this is a good matchup for Cleveland. Cleveland can't pass the ball. A Baker's not as good as a, a lot of us thought he was. And they have so many injuries to the 
to the uh, wide receiver core, OBJ yeah. obviously being the biggest one. So I'm with you, man. I like Chubb. I like Hunt in this game. There's not a lot to like on the Philly side on offense. I mean, Miles Sanders is a, a decent play always, but he got snaked by that touchdown last week by Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. And the wide receivers are a mess. So Travis Fulgham was the answer, and then he was down to one catch last week. So it's I went out on a limb. I'm done. I went out, out on a limb for the Eagles last week. And that was one of the very few games I didn't get right this week, by the way. Yeah, but, well, uh, you could I, gloat on Friday. You could gloat uh, tomorrow. Today is about uh, <laughs> taking all those running backs for Cleveland. And give me – look, Chubb is 7K and 8,100. Uh, I think yeah. he's worth it. Uh, Kareem Hunt, same price on both sides, 67 on both. I think he's worth it too. But, look, if I'm only going to pick one, I am going to pick Chubb. Did you know that Nick Chubb is actually leading the league in running backs, uh, average yards per carry at 6.1. Did you know that? I not did Delvin not Cook, know that. Nick Chubb. So it's time for us to uh, to give Nick Chubb a little bit more respect. I am punting the Eagles. I want nothing to do with them. Give me Chubb. Give me the Cleveland Browns uh, defense. Give me maybe some Kareem Hunt, especially on the full point PPR on DK. Uh, I'm not going to go with Baker Mayfield. I'm not going to go with any of these other jabronis. I've had it. Isn't it funny that Baker Mayfield is basically a game manager at this point? Like he just kind of turns and hands the ball off. Like that's what he is right now. Yeah. That's him. Number one overall yeah. pick. Very, very similar to Brett Favre, like everybody said, right? No, oh, please. Oh, God, a nonsense that was, man. <laughs> like, look, maybe someday he like Brett Favre didn't have the greatest start to his career either, but right. I don't think that's in the cards for uh, Mr. Mayfield. I just don't see that happening. All right, uh, let's uh, move on here to a game that's got a ton of heat on it, and it should. It's the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. So let's let's start with the Falcons here. Matt Ryan, I think, is in play here. Um, they've played better since they made the coaching change. He's 63 and 78. Those were his prices. Uh, Julio Jones is 75 and 81. Calvin Ridley is still working, hopefully, towards playing, but I'm not ready to just throw him back. If you want to look at Zacchaeus at 35 or Russell Gage at 39 on DK, okay, those are interesting punts if, indeed, Calvin Ridley does not play for this. He's, Zacchaeus is also 4,700 uh, over on um, FanDuel, which is pretty much min salary there. And then you've got, on the other side, you've got the Jameis Winston-Taysom Hill narrative, where we're trying to figure this whole thing out here. And That's what's Winston. fun – Come on. It, it is, but but hold on, hear me out. So Winston is 59 on DK, 72 on Fandle. Taysom Hill is 4,800 if you want to play him as a quarterback on DK, which I don't think is a great idea. Nope. But I do love him as a tight end at 45 on Fandle. Yep. Love, yep. love, love, love. That is that is lock and load. And I was lock and load last week on it. <laughs> what's uh, How many, what's your over under on pass attempts for Taysom Hill in this game? Uh, four. Four. Okay. I was going to say three. So I think we're in the same neighborhood, but you know, the problem, one is, of those... problem is Boggs where they are. Right. And those passes, like he, the, he touches the ball when you get in the red zone and those become the most valuable fantasy touches. So, and that's where you don't want Winston throwing the ball also is in the red zone. You don't want <laughs> him throwing true. with all of the jerseys next to each other. So let's get some trick plays with Taysom Hill. So I love him as a tight end play. I'm with you, but uh, I don't care for him as a quarterback play at all. So, cause I, it's going to be Jameis Winston. I think uh, he'll get in there. He'll get a couple snaps, maybe some wildcat uh, by the goal line and stuff like that. But uh, I'm with you on the, uh, the fan duel narrative for, uh, for Taysom I mean, Hill. Taysom sure. Hill could touch the ball five times and end up having 12 points. Right. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's just the, you know, real, <laughs> like it's just possible. Okay. Like it's just where we're at right now. 
Uh, by the way, Jared Cook is also a great investment this week. He's 4,100 over on DK61 on FanDuel. Nobody gives up more points to the tight end than the Atlanta Falcons. So I, I would certainly be But Winston be had some issues throwing to the tight end. That wasn't named Cameron Braid. I was just going to say, he, he had issues throwing to OJ Howard. But Braid split out a lot. I mean, he's basically a wide receiver. So yeah, but I'm, Cook splits out too. Uh, some not as much as Bray, well, but, yeah, but not as much because he doesn't occasion. have to. But if that's what Winston wants him to do, they'll do it. Yeah, you know, I, I look, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara are the two pieces really they need to discuss because yeah. they're still top of the board pricing. Thomas is 73 and 82, Kamara is 92 97. So, are you making an investment in either or both of these guys this week? No, I mean, I look, Atlanta has been good against the run overall this year. They're six, probably because they're 31st uh, against the pass. Most teams don't have to run. But also the last couple of weeks, ever since the firing, uh, the, the defense has played much better. Uh, they haven't, you know, they're still 30th overall in yards and 25th in points. So the defense isn't good. But the one thing they can do is stop the run. But I'm okay with paying for Camara because, like we mentioned last week, from the uh, you know, great sultry tones of Joe Pizapia. I don't <laughs> care how the yards come as long as the yards are yards there. I don't care if they're yard. rushing or receiving. That so Camara's okay. I love Michael Thomas in this matchup. I think he matches up very well with Jameis Winston as his quarterback because you would think the average depth of chart uh, of target is great for uh, Michael Thomas. And Breeze has been throwing the ball short this year, but I'm not going to pay up for him until he does it first this year. So. Not going to be in many of my lineups. I don't know. So, yeah, I feel like it's an opportunity. I think there will be people who are gun shy on it, and it makes it a really good tournament play. Yeah, because it's a tournament play on a cheap lineup or something like that. But I'm not going to put it's a multi entry tournament play. Yes. For me, Thomas, this week, for that same reason, like the same reason why, whenever, remember we talked about CMC a couple weeks ago, and I I was balls to the wall. I was like, let's do it. He's back. Let's go. And he was great. The same thing with Thomas. Like, if these guys are out there, shoot your shot, man. We're a week 11. There ain't a lot of time left. By the way, we are remiss. I should have mentioned at the top of the show, but I want to shout out uh, Chris Cameron, who's a listener of the program, who yeah. uh, gave us a little tweet out there. Came away with, I don't know, <clears throat> 11 grand the other night playing the yeah, showdown slate. Way, How about Chris. that? Well done, Chris. Well done. We appreciate you yeah, popping us on the Twitter machine, and we appreciate you listening. So uh, that's not bad. That's a little holiday cash right there. That'll, that'll stuff some stockings, huh? huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> merry, merry holidays to everybody. Uh, I know. How about that? Well done, Chris. And oh, look, again, you look at the lineup. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we, we keep trying to preach this year. It's, it's you know, constructing lineups that make sense, that give you a chance to be competitive, not trying to go off the wall and be different for the sake of being different. Try to be good for the sake of being good. It's hard enough <laughs> right, yeah. to get things right when you're trying to work with the good players, let alone <laughs> with the crappy ones. Uh, all right. Speaking of crap, let's talk about the Bengals. Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon and Joe Bernard and everybody named Joe. Uh, no, but it's like Joe Mixon still dealing with an injury. This is really frustrating. Um, this is a tough one for me because I don't love this game. T Higgins has the tougher matchup so far in terms of cornerbacks that he's had in a while, but I, I, he's been able to overcome the other ones in the past. So at 59 and 65, he's just been so solid there. He's becoming uh, Burrow's guy too. Really? He is. He is. He is, and that might be the most important thing about that. But Higgins, to me, is the only piece that I'm really kind of going after here. Am I missing something here with Burrow and the rest of this group? No, no, definitely not. I mean, Washington's defense is sixth in yards, giving up their first against the pass. 
So uh, that, you know, the one thing that's going right for them is the defense. And, uh, you know, uh, so I, Joe Mix is not going to play. Geo is more of a pass catching back. He shouldn't be getting as many carries. That's why we saw uh, Samaje P. Ryan getting some run as well. So I, I'm, I'm not going to be in on many Bengals outside of Higgins in this game. All right. Are you in on uh, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick? Both of them had pretty good weeks last week. Now it was Detroit, but then again, Cincinnati, not very good defensively either. I'm telling everybody, do not chase that Alex Smith 390-yard game. They're going to slap you around. It ain't going to happen again. Let's let well, me care 55 who they're pass attempts, wasn't it? Well, so. exactly. I mean, that's not going to happen. But still, um, Gibson looked really sharp in that game last week. So any carryover for here against uh, the Bengals? He's 58 and 65. I like both those guys. I think they can both play because uh, 55% of McKissick's snaps are in the backfield. 45 are lining up as a wide receiver. He has the yeah, most he's only targets. Second to Alvin Kamara. He's oh no, he's got more targets than Kamara. But then was he got more targets than Kamara? Oh, he's got most targets of running back in the slot. That's that's what he, the he has the most targets of any player in the NFL in the last two weeks. So 29 <laughs> targets, 14 last week, 15 this week. So. Uh, I, I McKissick is my buy. I like Gibson too, because they're giving Gibson a lot of, a lot more run than I thought he was going to get this year. They're really uh, letting him learn on the job, which I really like. And this Bengals defense is bad, but uh, McKissick is the cheaper option uh, slightly in both 5,200 and 5,600. So McKissick's going to be my guy. Yeah. Um, by the way, you want to hear weird stats too? Andrew Erickson, our good buddy from PFF. I had him on the show today. Wayne Gallman is the third highest scoring running back over the last three weeks. Yeah. Well, he has a <laughs> touchdown every week. So I know he's been good. Like, he's consistent. He's consistent. I mean, we kind of joked about him last couple of weeks, but the dude's been, uh, he's, he does, but you know what? Uh, all right, let's move on to the rest of this year. Terry McLaurin at 69 and 73 respectively. I, I mean, to me, it's like Allen Robinson. It's like, if he's on the field, he's a good play. People shy away from them because it's a bad team. But Terry McLaurin's just been so solid all year, every, last year too. So, uh, if you want to do Logan Thomas at thirty-three, I mean that's about as cheap as it comes. But I think there's some other tight ends there that we should uh, be looking at. But I think it's more of a DK play. But you're right, McKissick, Gibson, and uh, Higgins, the T Higgins. That is, that's kind of the way we're going in this one. All right, Detroit and Carolina. This one's kind of muddy right now because Bridgewater's dealing with an MCL issue. Stafford's dealing with a thumb issue. You get PJ Walker in this game. Uh, facing Chase Daniel when all said and done. Or you could get Bridgewater and Stafford, or you could get both of those guys coming in and wanting them getting hurt in this game. This game scares the bejesus out of me because of that, man. I'll be honest with you. DeAndre Swift at 64 and 69 is the lone piece that I feel confident in regardless of what's going on. I kind of like Mike Davis uh, as well. Also a good play. No, okay, I, I take that back. Mike Davis is also pretty well priced. And I'm okay with Robbie Anderson as well. I think uh, Robbie Anderson and PJ Walker were teammates. Oh, here we go. I know. And they all hung out with the coach and they all used to party together. They were in the same I'm just saying they have a rapport. That's all. You know, so I'm not saying that he's going to be great. I'm not guaranteeing Like Nick Mullins and the George Kittle thing again. We're going to go do that. Do you know that that Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard? Yes, I I did know that. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to mention that they went to college together, and and they may have built a report. Hey, hey, Boggs, where did Mike Davis go to college? Oh, I don't remember Mike Davis. Uh, There's so many Mike Davises. Was this a USC Mike Davis? 
I, I, I don't know. I always ask you. You could make it up, and, and uh, you'll always be right oh, in my yeah. eye. He went to Dayton, then. Let's just say that. I don't remember. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, did I just stump you twice this year on where somebody went to college? I don't know that where never everybody happens went. on the other podcast. I, I don't. I don't know where everybody went, but I know where <laughs> a lot of guys went. Uh, Mike Davis actually went to South Carolina. I actually, I, I did know that the wrong USC. I knew it was a USC University <laughs> of South Carolina. See, not, you did know. Yeah, See, you yeah. knew. That's All the right. USC I meant. Actually, is what I mean. So okay. Uh, right. But 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 yeah. So uh, Robbie Anderson is okay. Galladay might be back too. Galladay is always a decent play, but uh, if he's not, Marvin Jones, you know, should be a decent play as well. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mike Davis at 68 and 74. Certainly can get behind that against Detroit, who's been terrible. I'm just if Teddy Bridgewater is at least starting, I feel better about it. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know P.J. Walker was playing really well in the XFL. I get that. But I don't the know. Dude. I, I don't know if I can I can get there. I really I just I know. I know Gilbert was okay, <laughs> so I guess P.J. Walker <laughs> should be too. Uh, this is 2020. This is our life right now. Um, all right, I'm going to go all in here with this next one here with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger is at 67. They're facing the Jaguars. They're on the road against Jacksonville. Um, Roethlisberger is 8K on FanDuel. I'm going to punt on Connor. I've, I haven't started Connor in a DFS lineup in weeks now, and I'm glad that's the case. Juju is just 64 and 65. What a, what a cheap FanDuel price for Juju. Claypool is 61 and 64. Deontay Johnson, 59 and 64. All three of them are viable. But Bogman, do you have a favorite or a favorite for a certain site, depending on the price between these three guys? I do. It's whoever's the cheapest. So Well, that would be uh, Deontay on DK, and that would be uh, Chase Claypool on FanDuel. And Deontay are the same price on FanDuel. So, yeah. And they're only, they're only 100 bucks. Uh, you know, less than Juju. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with any three of them on uh, FanDuel, but I, I want to go for the cheap option on DK. So give me Deontay. And Deontay is still the first look for Ben most of the time. So Juju usually works his way into the game about midway through, and Claypool will make a big player too uh, down the field and is always a threat to score. So I think Deontay for consistency, Juju for second inconsistency, and then Chase Claypool for the swing. That, that's how I, I see the wide receivers moving forward. And the running game hasn't been working. So you're nope. right to like Ben and to stack this game. Uh, yeah. They are 10-point favorites, I will mention, and I know I'm being, you know, whatever, self-deprecating because I'm a Steelers fan. They love to lose to the Jaguars twice in the playoffs. <laughs> good, good. Um, that means this stays competitive and they keep throwing the football. That good. would be I great. That, yeah, that, I mean, not for my heart. So what you're saying for, is the Steelers' defense is a trap this week to pay up the top of the board for them? I think so, yeah. I agree. I mean, James Robinson and and Jake Luton looked pretty good against Green Bay last week. So They were better uh, than they I were thought. They were hanging in that I game. Hey, man, I, I trolled the hell out of them on last week's show. I'll have to eat it on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. I will. I'll eat it. Robinson had a hundred yards again. I mean, the guy's just been, he's been tremendous. So, um, I'm not starting any of these jabronis, but I'm, I'm I can tell you right now that I'm, uh, it's still the Steelers for me, but you're right. And Conley I always feel be, like the more Conley you're might be an okay play. I don't know. The more you're eight and oh, nine and oh, 10 and oh, the more it starts to all creep in on you a little bit. And I feel like teams start to play tight a little bit. Once you get into double digits area, like that's, that's where it starts to get like, oh, could have a perfect they're season. They're starting to ask. Yeah, they're, they're starting to ask hey. the Steelers about it too now. And you know, what do you I think mean, about having a sixteen yeah. and zero? Ben, ben even had to. Uh, ben, ben even had to do the. Uh, you know, look, look. The goal isn't to go undefeated. The goal is to win a Super Bowl. So, oh, good. 
Uh, yeah, that's good. We need some more cliches on there. And we yeah. know what the goal is, Ben. The goal is well, to I get mean, a that's a, isn't that that's a stupid question? I mean, come it on. is. You're just going to get a cliche answer. It's a dumb question. I mean, I don't know what the question you ask regarding uh, an undefeated team. How does it feel to be really good at football? Like, that's what I would ask just to see the guy laugh. Like, that's the question I'm asking. But it feels good, Joe. It feels real good. <laughs> that's I mean, just something along the lines of, you know, you guys have never been, uh, you know, you guys have never been 9-0 and uh, in your career because it's the first time it's ever happened for the Steelers. Uh, do, you, do you get the mounting pressure that people talk about? That's the question. That's the question. And then, and then here's the cliche answers, blah, 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 blah. Right. Blah, blah, blah. No, we just take it one game at a time, and God willing, all things work out. <laughs> and, uh, all right, let's move on here. Tennessee at Baltimore. Baltimore needs to get right game in the worst way, and maybe the Tennessee defense is exactly who they need. Now, Tennessee's D did play better last week, and then they had the worst five-minute combination of things happen to them. They put them back on the field a million times between a bad punt and then a turnover. And then it was just Tennessee should have won that football game two weeks ago and against Indianapolis. And that five minutes of the missed field goal, the bad punt, the turnover, it was just like, oh, my God, it just got so bad so quick. And next thing you knew, they were on the field for like the entire end of the third through the fourth quarter. And that was all she wrote, unfortunately. But uh, Lamar Jackson's at 73 and 84. I almost feel like he's kind of laying in the weeds. He's got a really good schedule next coming weeks here. Like you start looking at the teams that the Jet, that the Baltimore Ravens have, and it's starting to feel like, okay, you might get a little bit of that. Oh, look, Lamar's back kind of feel. That being said, it would only be Lamar for me. I have no confidence, zero, in any other pieces here. And that's kind of a sad state of affairs for a team that's six and three. I feel a little better about Mark Andrews with Nick Boyle going down. You know, it's unfortunate for the run game that Nick Boyle went down, one of the best uh, blockers in the NFL, but maybe it might lead towards uh, more looks at Mark Andrews because he'll be on the field a little more. But uh, like you said, it's Lamar or bust. So, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Tennessee Titans here. Tannehill 61 73. Big Derrick Henry, 8K, 8,200. Forget Dante Foreman. I, mean, I don't want to hear anyone about Deontay Foreman. Please. Fuck him. Come on. No. Texas, stop. Let's go. No. A.J. Brown. Again, that guy screwed me more years of fantasy because I was like, come on. He's better than these other guys that are getting opportunities and he just couldn't get on the field. He couldn't make it work. <laughs> oh, so frustrated with that guy. Uh, look, Brown, Davis, Johnny Smith, all good options, but it's the Ravens defense. I mean, I know Derrick Henry ran roughshod over them in the playoffs, but that was where Taylor Luan was still around. And and since that injury, by the way, this offense has not been quite the same. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, we can. Uh, the one thing I'll say is that Campbell has, uh, he's a little bit banged up this week for Baltimore. So I like Derrick Henry way more if there's no Clayus Campbell for sure for uh, the Ravens. Um, but, but I, I'm with you. It's tough. Like, you know, if you're going to pay up for a running back this week, it's definitely going to be Camara over, Derrick Henry, right? So, I mean, you know, pay up, pay up for Camaro. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. All right, this next one I'm actually really excited about. It's the New England Patriots, and I have not been excited about starting the New England Patriots much this year. But I'm excited about this because it's the Houston Texans on the other side. Ooh, baby, I love this because the Texans, you could just run all over them all day, and really that's all that New England can do is just run. Damian Harris had another, that's his third 100-yard game of the season. I know he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, but he's cheap as hell. 58 and 57, okay. I think Cam Newton's in play this week, 62 and 76. It's a really expensive week for quarterback, Boggs. I got to say, Cam Newton is one of the better values, I think, on the board on both sides. 
Um, Burkhead at 46 on DK, I think is a tremendous value on the full point PPR. Yes, he's hit or miss. Yes, it's only a tournament play, but it's one you have to pay attention to. Jacoby Myers at 49 and 6K is a tremendous value also. Um, I like the Pats this week. And it's again, it's the flip side of this one. It's if you want to roll with Deshaun, cool. Running by himself, just like Lamar. I kind of like Cam Newton. I prefer him in this game for the return on investment. Am I nuts? Am I drinking the Kool-Aid after uh, a couple wins in a row here? What do you think? You're not nuts. I mean, the, the Texans. <laughs> I love the way been. you said that. You're not nuts. Yeah, you're not insane about Cam Newton, but you got to hope he runs because that's where the, the Texans defense is really, really bad. You know, uh, they're um, 31st in the league i think or no i'm sorry they are 32nd in the league against the rush 167.4 yards per game so i'm okay with damian harris in this game i'm not as excited about rex burkhead as you because i think this is a big damian harris game so I think michelle is eligible to come back too uh at some point here i don't know if that is so going help to me happen. god if, if that if that's something you know what comes yeah. in there and ruins my damian harris chairs you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck somebody. I'm gonna be mad as hell. I think Joe might week. be wrecking someone next week because oh, it's not. Uh, uh, you know who knows there. But I, I'm okay with Damian Harris. I, I I like I like the cheap shot on Jacoby Myers for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I'm still kind of wary of this team, and, and I'm wary well, of with the, good uh, reason. They're inc- yeah. been incredibly frustrating all year. But look, Burkhead is just a tournament DK play. That's all he is. Yeah, that's forty six. But you can't deny the value of 46 because that guy can have a 25-point game. He, he's just become James White. And yeah. I, I think we all have to realize that this is going to be a lost season for James White. He's trying to stay out there on the field, but you know his heart is he only had right 10 now. snaps last Yeah, week, I mean, so. it's more just there for his teammates right now. Right, I, right. You know, his mind is not there, and obviously Nobody for a good reason. Him. No, yeah. of course not. Um, but look, it's – this is – now look, Houston Texans, am I missing something here because – I'm not in love with this game from the Texans standpoint. I'm in love with this game from the Pats standpoint. Yeah, I mean, uh, Will Fuller should be decent. Uh, I'm okay with him. I mean, I just think that Stephon Gilmore, is he is he supposed to play this week or no? I'm not sure if we have clarity on that yet. And, yeah. and I tell you what, Will Fuller, regardless, Will Fuller's had a great season. You know, he's had a, a bunch of touchdowns. He's had the season that we all said, this is the risk worth taking this year. Uh, yeah. and, and it's paid off. If you took it in season long, Will Fuller's paid dividends because he's been on the field. He scored touchdowns. He's been a wide receiver two ish all year. And I'll, there's nothing more you could possibly ask for a guy. You probably drafted as a four, but in DFS, it's a little more complicated. I don't love this matchup anyway for him. So it would be just kind of Deshaun by himself, but I don't know, man, it just feels like, uh, it feels like new England's going to go in there and just literally run rough shot over them. Miami's going to go head to Denver. See if uh, Tua can win another game in a row here. Drew Locke dealing with an injury in this one. Seems like he's going to play. I don't know. It's a little fishy. Look, Jerry Judy does not have a good matchup here with Xavier Howard. So I don't love this. So I am out on the Denver Broncos. You know, this is another week where I'm just out on certain games and out on certain teams specifically. And I'm out on the Broncos this week. I'm okay with Hamler this week. I like him. He's super, super cheap on DK in particular. At 36, 36 on DK, on I agree. I agree. I, I like Hamler I'd like too. to take a shot on, on Hamler there. Is but... it even with Brett Rippins playing quarterback? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. I, I they lose a little, uh, but not a ton with Brett Rippon coming in. I mean, Brett Rippon did almost lose to the Jets, but 
uh, you know, he didn't. So uh, <laughs> K- KJ Hamler, uh, I'm okay well, he didn't. with. Yeah, KJ Hamler has been getting uh, snaps comparable with. Um, he, he's been getting snaps comparable with, uh, you know, Judy, who's been leading this team over the last few weeks. So I think those are the one, two. You know, it's not often you see two rookies step in and become the one, two, but that's what we're seeing uh, with them. So Hamler would be my play for Denver. All right. Uh, let's go to the other side of this game. Tua is uh, 58 and 67. Uh, Ahmed and Matt Burita, they're going to be back here in this backfield. Uh, if they could, they could, I believe, have Gaskin back by game time, but I don't know about that. Uh, Ahmed is 48, or Ahmed. I've heard all different kind of pronunciations. It's Salvin it. Ahmed. Yeah. It is Ahmed. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. 5,600 here for him on FanDuel. Uh, Devontae Park is a 57 and 62. Jakeem Grant is a 46 and 35. The 35 punt on Jakeem Grant is always interesting to me. Like, yeah. He's such a playmaker kind of guy. Would you rather go with Grant or Hamler? Grant. Yeah, I think so too, because two has been going to him yeah. and he could return one uh, in the kick game as well. So yeah, uh, yeah I'm with you, uh, but it's I'm, close. I'm with you. It's a good question. It's a really good question. Uh, so how do you approach this here with like, I haven't gotten Tua up to speed yet for me. Um, I know, mean, two is just not, he, he's, uh, he's very efficient, but he's very much a game manager right now. So I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want, I don't want to mess with him. You know, so it's uh, I'm not starting him in any of my lineups. I'm not confident yet. We're just not there yet with him. Sounds good. Let's move on to the New York Jets at the Chargers. Before we even get to this game, what what's going on with Justin Herbert's hair? Uh, I I said it looks like his mom made him get a haircut before uh, senior picture day or something. By the way, like, I mean, obviously, no offense intended here, but can this guy not get a proactive, uh, you know, sponsorship or something <laughs> like he, it makes him look like he's 17 years old, you know, uh, all, all the, all the acne, but I don't know. I'm sure there's something in proactive that's illegal, uh, for the NFL. So we don't want him to get Robbie Cano. So, oh, um, don't you know, <laughs> uh, but look, and it's funny too, because he had those long flowing locks and as a bald guy, I like the clearly- hair. I'm jealous about it. He looked, I look cool now. But they're two and seven. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. I don't care. If I was, if I had that hair and I was 22 and living in LA, forget. It, I don't care. What were two and seven? You could be two and 14. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I want to. Sh- I I can't wait. You know what? Tomorrow when I wake up, I'm gonna send you a picture of my gigantic hair when I wake up. <laughs> so. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that photo. I'll be <laughs> counting the hours till I get it. All right, Justin Herbert and whatever's left of his hair is at 68 and 85, respectively. Kalen Balazs is 56 and 58. And, of course, you got Keenan Allen, who's always going to be upper price, and rightfully so, 74 and 8K. So Herbert and Keenan Allen is a, you know, it's gone from that, Love that FanDuel stat. range of like 77 for, you know, 77 and 74, and now they're both over 8K. Do you still pay up for it against the Jets? Yeah, yeah, I think you Cash. absolutely do. Let, let, let's not, yeah, and, and, okay. and let's not forget that the Chargers have lost so many games uh, at the last minute that they are going to want to pour it on against the Jets because if you lose this game against the Jets uh, in a comeback fashion, you are going to be the laughing stock of the NFL now, not the Jets. And that's how Anthony Lynn gets fired and all that stuff. We don't want any of that stuff to happen. So let's just uh, let's just keep scoring, keep scoring, keep scoring so we cannot get embarrassed by the Jets. So uh, foot on gas. I'm, I love that stack of Herbert and Allen this week for sure. 
All right. Uh, then what's left on the other side, it's going to be Joe Flacco playing again. I'm a little sick of hearing, oh, this is the Michael P. Ryan week. Oh, yeah, now it's going to be out of the bye, the Michael P. Ryan. Maybe it is. I don't care. Not for me. Hard hard pass. Perriman's dealing with a little bit of an injury, too. Mims has been good. Crowder has been very good this year. Um, those guys are interesting to me. Denzel Mims is a free square 33 on DK. You know, when you're trying to pay up for Dalvin Cook this week and those kind of guys, that's how you do it. You need a Mims or or, or a Hamler or Jakeem Grant to kind of, yeah, you know, I'm much that more out. happy with Hamler and Grant. I just can't trust Joe Flacco throwing the ball. That's and, fine. And but you know what? Joe Flacco's been taking Chris some shots, Harris bro. Back. Joe, Chris Joe Harris, Flacco took some shots in the last couple of He weeks. did. He did. He he looked like that Monday night game was uh was good with him. You know, that was he vintage like, Flacco. He was yeah, really was, good. Throw the ball deep and really hope for the flag. Yeah. And then and then it, when you don't need to throw the ball really deep into double coverage for no reason and get it picked off. That was it was vintage Flacco. It was good to see him back on his feet. Uh next one here, Green Bay at Indianapolis. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is 7K on DK, 9K on FanDuel. Jones is 72 and 82. And uh, our big boy, Devontae Adams, 86 and 95 on FanDuel. Ooh-wee, that is expensive. Um, especially in this matchup against Indianapolis, who's played pretty number well. Number one against the pass. Uh, or yeah, number two I, against the pass, I, number one in total yards. I thought I'd see the inverse this week. I thought they'd be tempting me to go with Devontae Adams. What does FanDuel know that we don't? <laughs> uh, I mean, they know that Ad- Devontae Adams gets all the touchdowns and has never been stop- stopped. So, I, I mean, that that that's what they know. And I look, I think Adams can have a nice game here as well. I'm not going to pay up that much for him. So, uh, no thank you on, on, on that front. Uh, I would rather go with uh, Aaron Jones in this game. I would rather pay up for him specifically with, you know, just so many of the uh, you mentioned before so many of these big time wide receivers like Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin uh, and uh, you know DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and DeAndre Hopkins all being off the main slate. I do yeah. want to pay up for a whiteout, but uh, uh, you know for me it's not going to be Adams. I, I, I feel like we're gonna. It feels like we're going to be wrong from what the pricing algorithms telling us, <laughs> and it's just funny to me. Like it's because it, it's not. You know, I legit was looking, going, all right, let's see what Adams is it this week. Oh, like I thought he would be. But wouldn't you rather pay for Keenan Allen against the Jets? I would. But I, once again, I feel like this is, it's almost so weird that I want to have a share of it just because I don't trust FanDuel what they've done here. <laughs> okay, I like that point. I'm, I, I can't listen to Lonstar no more. I got to go to other podcasts. It's just for. For people with conspiracy theories, tell me all about <laughs> what's going on, what's really happening in the algorithm on FanDuel. <laughs> That's you what I want to know. Goofballs to listen to that uh, <laughs> uh, conspiracy theory podcast. Uh, listen, I only make lineups with a tinfoil hat on. I don't know how you oh. make lineups, but that's what I do. Um, on the other side of this game, Michael Pittman's played well since he's been back. He's 45 and 55, respectively. Lane Hines has been pretty good, 52 and 61. But I like that I, play I, too. I like Hines too. Yeah, those two guys I got some love for. Outside of that, it's a hard pass for me on Indianapolis. Like, this offense is a train wreck for me. But Hines has been good. Pittman's been good. And they're the right price. You know, 52 mm-hmm. on DK for Hines is actually a really nice price because of his ability to catch the football. And we saw James Robinson put together yards against yeah. the Packers last week. So I'm with you on Hines. Obviously, this is the week we buy into Hines, and then Jonathan Taylor gets 35 carries. 
But still uh, help me, God. That's another one. They better not happen. I'm right there with you. You know what? We're both doing it. We're both going to lose our mind uh, if if that happens. But uh, I'm finally buying into Hines. Uh, He had uh, double the snaps of both uh, Wilkins and Taylor last week. So I'm uh, I'm I'm with with you on Hines, and I love Pittman. Pittman's been great. So. All right, let's uh, move on to the last one here. We've got the Cowboys at Minnesota. How about my Vikings continuing to win out? You love this? God, this must grind your gears so hard. This is three weeks in a row now where we have to sit here and listen to me. And I didn't get to really do it for you on Monday I love or that Tuesday. you even know that you're annoying. That's my favorite oh, part. Oh, no, I live for this. What are you kidding me? This is this is why I like doing shows with you. because no, th- th- I this is what's going to happen. They're going to get right there, and then they're going to falter at the finish okay. line with Bogman. Tampa Bay, Chicago, New Orleans, and Detroit at the end. That's what's going to happen. Bogs, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. It's about the journey, my friend. That's I'm enjoying the ride. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I didn't do a show with you Monday. I didn't do Black Book with you, so I didn't get to, yeah. to grind your years about yeah, it yeah. Monday. We, we I didn't get to we... do a show with you. Hold on, on Tuesday. I had to grind. No, I had to wait all the way till now to the Thursday show to grind your gears about the Vikings. Just want to say, it, you just think you're going to duck it because it's not happening. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's why I missed was because I didn't want to hear about the Vikings. <laughs> that's why right? you're going to miss so, next week when they uh, win again? Because now they're going to have this game, and then they're going to play Carolina and Jacksonville, and and it's going to be oh god, it's going to be so good. They're just going to keep on going. Oh, I cannot wait for this. Anyway. Pay for Dalvin. I'm 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 okay. I'm okay paying for Dalvin Cook in this game. He's super expensive. He's ten five, and I've already got. Look, I've already got him in. Look, it is not that hard. Here we go again. Here we go, go, boys and girls. I got to pull up some of my lineups now because because I always do this. So I did a couple weeks ago. Ready? It is not hard to get Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara in the same lineup. Yeah, it is not hard at all (laughs) to do that. And still we just listed off a bunch of cheap ass wide receivers. So yeah, let's, let's go with those big running backs. I'm with you, man. Let's but do even, it. even a quarterback. When you go to a Cam Newton at 76, even when you go to a Jacoby Myers uh, or, or, you know, what makes this work? Damian Harris at 58, Taysom Hill at 45. Those are the guys that make yeah. that duo of Kamara and cook just work, baby. It and, works. And what did you have? Were you able to get like Cleveland or something? Um, defense in this one, uh, yes, forty six hundred Cleveland, yeah. and that still gives me uh fifty five hundred for the last two wide receivers. Yeah, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. I like. It. I mean, come on, let's go, let's do this. And at fifty five, you're talking about guys that we like. Where I mean, uh, Pittman Junior. That's a guy we just talked about. Yeah, um, I don't hundred percent, you know, believe in Pittman. But like you know, if you want to take Hamler, a shot on Min. Grant, there's plenty of cheap options you can get in your lineup. Still afford both those running backs. I'm with you. It's 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 a no brainer, man. It's it it's very doable. And you know what I'm going to end up doing? I'm going to pivoting off of this for one of them and getting me one darn share of Devonte Adams just because I don't trust it. It's just something. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Justin Jefferson this week? I, I mean, I know he is he's basically stepped in and become Stefan Diggs in every way. He either has these hundred yard games or he's like not there at all. Um, so is he a tournament play for you at six K and 67? Not really. Like uh, we we've seen last week was nice because they played a tough defense in the bears. And look, I, I have way more respect for the Cowboys than uh, I probably should because they almost beat my Steelers. So I watched them play with heart, you know, and they played really well. Then they had the bye week. So they sh- should be fresh coming off the bye week. So if this is closer, I like, 
Jefferson. But this is, you know, we just talked about Dalvin Cook, and there's a reason why he's so expensive. We expect Cook to have an enormous game. And the game plan for Mike, Mike Zimmer is always throw the ball 10 times, run it every other time if you can, because you control the <laughs> clock, you run down that defense, and you're not putting the ball in turnover happy Kirk Cousins' hands. I mean, that's the strategy if you're Mike Zimmer. So uh, I don't like the Leonard Jefferson this week. No, thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, on the Dallas side of things, I, I can't get into this one, too. It's, Pass. It's probably Andy Dalton, but is it just me no. or is that the wrong answer? Like, I kind of want to see what Gilbert is again. I want to see Gilbert, too. That's what I said We're after Gilbert. that uh, Steelers We're game. Gary yeah. Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, Gary Gilbert and Gilbert Godfrey, all, all the yeah. Gilberts. So. I want to play more snaps for the Cowboys. Give me the That's- ball. I, I don't understand. I was so good against Pittsburgh just two weeks ago, and now look what's going on. You totally changed on me to Andy Dalton. You replaced me with a ginger. I mean, uh, you know, normally, uh, you know, uh, impressions go worse the longer you got on it, but the, that, that one went better. way better. I mean, mine always devolves into a British guy. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, my, I mean, for any impression, doesn't matter. I'm doing Obama. He turns into a British guy. I mean, Gilbert Godfrey turns into a British. I don't know why. So really I guess that's my default underlying impression accent. But uh, uh, Michael Gallup, 3,700. That's that's your swing here. And another cheap option at wideout. If you want to get both of those uh, running backs in, in, in your lineup, he's 37 on DK 54 on FanDuel. So Gallup is a nice cheap buy at wideout as well. All right, there you have it. So it's that time again, boys and girls, it's time to find the end zone. Scott Bogman and I are each going to, uh, to try to get some running backs and wide receivers that are going to score touchdowns this week. Uh, it is a, an odd week. So that means uh, Scott Bogman, you go first this week. So who is your running back? To find the end zone in week 11. Uh, give me Dalvin Cook against the Cowboys. So uh, let's make that one nice and easy. I believe I won last week, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, which puts me back in the lead. Is that correct? It does. Bob? It puts you back in the lead, I believe, by one or two. We have to go back and double check that. So uh, I got to figure that out. But I will say this. Congratulations. Yes, you did get back in the lead. And uh, But I'm going to come at you hard this week. And I'm going to go with Nick Chubb, my boy, okay. against the Eagles. At 8,100 on FanDuel, give me Nick Chubb. And you know what? I got to tell you something, man. <clears throat> I just don't trust this pricing on Devontae Adams. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just going to do it. Screw it. Give me Adams and Chubb. Those are my guys. Who's your wide receiver this week to find the end zone? It's a good pick. I mean, you can't go wrong there. Uh, ugh, okay, give me Michael Thomas. This is the week for him. You know, nice. I don't want to buy him at his price, but if I'm just picking a touchdown, uh, give me Michael Thomas to get on the board this week. Uh, against those Falcons. All right. And again, if you go follow us on the Line Star app uh, over on Twitter or Line Star NFL, retweet this segment and like it. You could get involved in here and one of us will be playing for you and you could win some free swag courtesy of the Line Star app, the best DFS tool site in the history of DFS. That'll do it for us this week. Have a great weekend of making lineups. Enjoy the games on Sunday. You can follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports at Joe Pisa PS17. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.